You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. Professional intro, Enrique. Why do I do it? Put, you do put, it. Do welcome it. to the board game snobs. This is Enrique, and with me are is my star, Jerry Baker. Yeah, star and my life. co-host, my precious co-host to I'm, be exact, I'm your host actually, Gabby Moraga. Hello. I like how you did that. What I'm precious co-host, precious. <laughs> Doing your best, Pedro. Eh trying anyways we're gonna talk about our mega game that we were a part of which we've been a part of now thrice times there when we've gone to bgg con yes if you don't know what a mega game is please look back at our previous episodes i think it was at bgg spring the first time oh no bgg con last year and then bgg spring uh also 2023 i believe so so when we've done uh, a mega game mega game is basically a large role-playing game that takes place over all day and this particular one's put on by the Dallas Mega Game people down in Dallas who run Mega Games, which you can go and, uh, you know. Apropos. I like that their acronym's DMG because that's damage and they have their big sign. It's nice. Oh, okay. It's very that. nice. I like it. And so we've become quite regulars at their uh, little events that they have at BGG. And we've played the same Mega Game three times now, which is Den of Wolves, which is basically a Quake brand Battlestar Galactica. D-O-W, Dow. Which we enjoy thoroughly. It's just so much fun. So Long hours, but fun. Long hours, but fun. That's what we like here at Chick-fil-A. Long hours. But we're a family here. But they have off every Sunday. True. So they can be a family together. They can together. be a family together. That's like a red flag, they say, if a company says, we're like family here. <laughs> That's a red flag anywhere you go. Not really. If you walk but in, if, like, well, you're walking to your house. We're like family here. I hate you all. Well, I mean, that should I, even that should tell you. If you walk into your own home and your family has to tell you we're like family, it should just be a given. You are a hypocrite because your favorite television show series is Fast and the Furious, which That's the true. main character just goes, "We're family." Right? You know, Do you want to be part of that family. You know, yeah. half of them are dead. You know, Vin Diesel's beaten ludicrous. He's and then the abusive father. <laughs> then they're resurrected. Are they? They I, always I, get resurrected. I never watched. At it. least three of them have been resurrected. So, are they Christian? Is this a Christian? It's a, he's got wears a big cross through the whole thing. Okay, he believes in it. So he faith in the furious. Faith no the wonder furious. he survives. <laughs> That's why he survives jumping off that. Jet Jesus, car. take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Jose's like, yes, Jesus, Jesus. It's a religious show. And that, builds, I build faith every time I watch it. Yeah, I bet you do. Build faith in uh, who's the who's the characters in this show? What's the Rodriguez chick? Dom she, she Letty. Died. Letty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's dead. Which I don't know any other part of her name. I'm assuming that's short for Letitia. I would, yeah, yeah. I played, uh, except she's fun Hispanic. Fact, I played with a Letitia at BGG. <sighs> Did you call her Letty? She asked to be called Letty. Or actually, I guess in Spanish it would be Leticia. It was spelled Leticia. Mm. I don't know. Well, I say spelled. When I looked at it, that's what I thought it said. Because I mean, it's just the same thing as, although girls named Felicia or Felicia, you don't call them Felly. This is true. Well, I wonder why not. I don't know. Why do we have certain nicknames for certain names and not for other names? I do not know. Hmm. Enrique doesn't have a nickname, which is weird to me. I call because, him Toast. I no, call I mean, him Sriracha. I'm talking usually a shortened version of their name. Henry. Enrique is Henry. Well, Enrique is Henry in English, but nobody calls him like Ricky. 
Call, no one calls him Harry. Uh, well, there was like one time <laughs> He's very someone hairy. called me Ricky, I think. That's weird. I mean, and weird. I don't really understand why parents even bother. Like, I appreciate the fact that you named your son Jack, and that's it. Yeah. Like, no. his name's not Jackson. It's not, yeah, it's not Jack with an X. It's Jack. It's Jack. And that's what his name is. And you don't name a, somebody a big, long, like most, Jerry's usually, for, your name would normally be Gerald. I, well, I've even looked into that. Like or Jer- Jeremiah. Jerry is just Jerry. It's just Jerry. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a shortened version of anything. No. It's a name on itself. And I honestly, I do appreciate it when there are, because I do this. When somebody has a name, I will purposely try to shorten it to call you something that's cool. For instance, if your name is Donald, I will say, hey, Don, whatever. And I like it. I like it when someone goes, no, it's just Donald. I like that. You want them to clarify. I, I want you to clarify. Do you want me to call you by your full name? Or do you want to go by this ridiculous shortened version of that, which is not your Christian given name? My thing is, I do that as well because our friend DJ, two two syllables. That's his name, D and a J, and it doesn't stand for Daniel James or Denial. It's literally J. DJ. It's the letter D and the letter J. Yeah, oh, which no, confuses wait, wait, wait. me because it wait, makes me wait, think he's wait, an actual wait, DJ. Wait, wait, no, I'm backwards. His name is actually Daniel. Mm-hmm. Middle name. I don't even know that he has a middle name. J. No, but they call him DJ. Because he's DJ whatever. His name, and I have shortened, not only do I not call him Daniel, I don't call him DJ. You call it Deej. Deej. You you pronounce it. Deej. Which I make is, the DJ a word. Which is not right either. All right. Either way, this mega game for which we participate in, you might realize last time Gobby participated in with us, and he had like a, I'd say it's kind of an interesting take on it, because you <laughs> didn't like it, then you did like it, then you didn't like it, then you did it was a roller coaster. It is. And I ultimately, I uh, obviously, I didn't enjoy it enough to go back into it because we had some listeners that met us at BGG, a.k.a. Solard and Geoff and some others. I didn't get to play that much with Geoff, but Soul Train didn't really want to play it. And so I said, you know what? I don't want to devote. That was a long one, too. Y'all were gone for a uh, while. Yeah, we yeah it's from 10, what, to, 10, to, 10 to 5. 10 to 5. Yeah, that was a long one. The one I was in wasn't that long. But it was one of those things for which you, you have to commit. And you're not one for commitment, are you? Um, I don't like to, yeah. Yeah, you don't like to commit to anything. I don't like to commit to long games, Most no. losers don't. But, Except for my... What? Why are you attacking me? I didn't. Why did you call I, me I, a loser? I didn't call you a loser. You I did. said most losers don't. I know, but you're implying. No, no, I said most. You're implying. You are the exception. You're calling me a loser. No, I did not call you a loser. You that, objectively, objectively, what I did not do. I said you that called most me people, a loser by saying no, I can't no, commit. No, I did not. I said and most losers said, can't commit. And I said, said most. I did not say you are a loser. But you're doing this. Like, I said I'm most. Not, you're not most. I'm I know the what you're matters. You are the exception. You are not a loser. So uh, at this particular uh, mega game, since we had played the game twice already, we took various other higher ranking roles in the game. I being the most high military official of the game. The, Cinnamon. The Admiral. And I was the flight commander, right? The wing commander. Yeah, the wing flight commander. commander? Wing commander. Flight. Oh. 
Spider Wing Which is weird because he oh. really likes wings. Wing. I can soar through the sky. But you don't like to fight. Although you say you want to punch somebody in the face on every podcast. I know. I was fighting people, bro. He fought people. But not physically. People. No, he did. Verbally. He, no, he fought no. people. You assaulted somebody? He, yes. A little bit. Don't, little don't bit. admit that. A little bit. Just a little bit. There was assaulting going on. <laughs> and battering. And peppering. <laughs> it was, it was, With it, questions. It was interesting. It was so, okay. To kind of set the stage at this uh, mega game, there's a large room. Various tables set up with signs on them that are and a large player board covering those card tables. And each one of those tables represent a ship. And there's like nine or ten. Uh, we won't get into specifics. Each ship does something different where they either produce water for the fleet or food or fuel and so forth. Some ships are used just to uh, help train up individuals, medical ships. And then others are battleships. And the largest ship is the Aegis, which is the battle cruiser, for which... The captain of said battleship is actually the admiral of the fleet, which was I, this game. And my XO was none other than Board Game Geek Con alumni, Captain Awesome. Yes, that's right. If you're familiar with the Board Game Geek, many people go to a certain uh, event called Battling Tops. Jeff went this year and loved it, of course. I kind of undersold it last year. But anyways, Battling Tops, can't even get into it, is hosted by a man named Doc Allgood. And he's a.k.a. Captain Awesome. That's his nickname. Do you want to just stop for a minute and realize a person's name is Doc Allgood? And then you go, you have the audacity to have a nickname of Captain Awesome, when your name is already is awesome. already awesome. Why? Well, who gave it to him? His mother. No, 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 not his given name. Who his called? Nickname? Who called him Captain also, Awesome? Also, his mother. It's a weird story. His mother was just like this kid is. He's this is what he shall be called. I don't really know where that came from. He wears a luchador mask. Not he has a giant. Hand. He used to have a big he- uh, cowboy hat. Yes. Oh, yeah. He lost the cowboy hat. I don't want the dealers with it. Anyways, he was my XO. And then we had Tony, who was our, our logistics guy. Anyways, this game was nothing but seven hours of us trying to find out who the quote-unquote wolves are, which are basically equate brand Cylons in this game. And this, that's Battlestar Galactica. I keep forgetting you've never watched Battlestar Galactica. No, I have not. And because you don't really watch shows. Uh, you, there's there's not one television I know, series. I know some of the story. For but you've not watched one television series from start to finish. Yeah. There's not one thing that you can, that you've watched. I'm going to watch this on TV. I'm clarifying this for the audience because it, it shocks me how little, like even movies, like you, you rarely watch movies, trilogies. Yeah, I watched like a couple of trilogies, but like I, I've forgotten most of them. Yeah, like you just, you just, shows are not your thing. <laughs> It's just like the information. Like I watched it, it was I'll good, it. and we're done. And we're done. Like, he does not retain. Like he's not a movie guy, which is something I have to. Re- yeah. Like, what about Mandal? You didn't watch Mandalorian, Ahsoka, none of that stuff. I watched Mandalorian. Some of it, all the way through. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was like second season. Yeah. He 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 is not a completionist at all. He'll watch something. He, TV's not your thing. So you can't it commit either. To some. Okay. Yes. You know how Jerry feels about you. You commit to some things. Oh, yeah, so he things. commits to things. No, well, like I'm not going to commit like to like. TV I commit shows. to things. I know you do. If I things. have to commit to a role, I can commit to a role. I commit if, to cinnamon rolls. If you can give me a role, I'll commit. I made to that it. joke earlier. I had to go back. I know. I, we're glad you could. went back and caught it. I'm wondering. <laughs> it was solid. It was, it was solid. a solid role. It was a solid role. Unlike my stool afterwards. You're this gas station over here that that you live next close to. The fuzzy taco one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It has now just so that everybody understands, it's a fuzzy taco, uh-huh. a Dunkin' Donuts, which a fuzzy taco doesn't give you like a good image. No. that you think mold and Dunkin' Donuts uh-huh. and a Denny's. Yeah. So this gas station, which also has a car wash uh-huh. that's associated with and gas and and, and petrol, is a. Uh, let me just explain. I went in there to buy a breakfast beer. Because they often have an assortment of beer. Mm-hmm. And I purchased... Made with eggs. Yes. I got a beer. The lady at the counter, instead of just giving me the six-pack of beer that's on the counter, assuming that I shall carry it away, uh-huh. she takes that six-pack away from me, uh-huh. 
puts it in a plastic bag. The most flimsiest of plastic bags. I'm saying one of those. A black one? Yes. I'm saying one of those plastic That's bags. That's a bag of shame. That they give at gift shops. <laughs> they don't want you. Look here. You must be an alcoholic. Yeah, it's 10 yeah. o'clock in the morning. So, you're purchasing beer. Unfortunately. We're embarrassed to let you walk out of here. When I went to grab the six pack, mm-hmm. I grabbed the plastic and not the handle of the six pack. And so when I lifted it off the counter, mm. the bag disintegrated and the beer fell to the floor. And this woman looked at me with such ire. I want. I, she's like, well, you dropped your beer. Like, and I just looked at her like, you fool. You put this. You didn't double bag it. You could have quadruple bagged it. It wouldn't have held. You're with your flimsy see-through plastic that's been recycled 18 times. It's not even real plastic. It's something else. Thank, thankfully, there was a lady in line that watched this happen. That watched me drop this IPA, one of the few ones I like. And she's like, man, those bags are flimsy. And I go, thank you. Thank you. Because if you see something, Did say she say something. you're welcome? No. Oh, I dropped it. And she says, "Did?" and the, the customer behind me is like, did you break anything? I was like, no, no, it's fine. Um, when she said, did you break anything? My first thought wasn't, did I break a bottle? It's like, did I break something? Like, I hurt my, like I broke my toe. Did you break anything? I was like, no, it's fine. So, anyways, just FYI. Just your alcoholic spirit a little bit. The paper and plastic debate has been, that's been done for years. It's it's always paper. Canvas. Bring your own. Bring your own. <laughs> bag your own I things. bag my own. I bring a canvas Buy bag. Buy like Aldi. You can go in there. has my initials on it. Not the guy that runs BGG, but the grocery store. He's a good guy. Bring your own bags. Bring your own bags. Needless to say, at this mega game, the last two mega games, we had an incompetent president who, at the end of the game, I attempted to assassinate because it was getting desperate. That game did not go well. We all died. The second game was more ambiguous. It ended because we also had an incompetent admiral who jumped away from the fleet because that's what admirals do. They flee the ships they're supposed to protect. And it, you it, can't it, have a fleet uh, without fleeing. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> and uh, he was idiot. So this reason why I wanted to be the admiral is I had experienced from the military side and that side, the civilian side, I wanted to be a part of this and take over. And I knew from being the president last time, which Bruno, dear, our dear listener Bruno, was my vice president. He, we haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he messaged and uh, his mother passed away and I offered him our condolences. Oh, no. Oh, no. So that's why he has been out. But he says he's still listening. We want to see him again. We need, he needs to come, we need to get him to come back down. That was fun. And we'll grab him sometime. Yes, we'll grab, we'll grab him. We'll, we'll go up go to up Canada. Canada. We'll grab him, kidnap him, <laughs> we'll put him in a bag. He's just walking the streets sure of Toronto. There's a unmarked man, and Enrique jumps out sleeveless, <laughs> with sleeveless, with like one of those with a clear cheap plastic, plastic bag, bag <laughs> puts it over his head. <laughs> it instantly breaks. Come he's, with like, us. <laughs> he's like, Enrique, what are you doing? This. I'm not even here. <laughs> no, that's why we need Chad Chasson. He's the monkey assassin. I oh. bet he can go over there and get him. Oh. Okay, we went in a weird veer, but that's okay. That's okay. Hard merge. Mm. Um, but to my maharismont, I did not have a communications. I like that I just used the French thing there for, for Bruno. Shout out to Bruno. I did not have a communications officer. It was lacking from my ship. So my XO and I had to act as a communication officer this game. And I asked Enrique to be the wing commander, the individual in charge of, of the Vipers, of the, of the ships, of the, of the actual fighters. Uh-huh. And thus the game began. And it was, to call it enthralling would be underselling it. Yeah. It was seven hours of just sheer stress and anxiety and people making... Okay, just to give you an idea, if you want to know a little bit more about how Mega Game works, get on YouTube, go to look up Shut Up and Sit Down. There's an episode where they did a Mega Game, and this will give you kind of an idea of what it was like. This whole thing is very emotional because everybody has a role. You've got people who are on the council, which are like the civilian people making laws, and then each ship has a captain and an engineer, and they're trying to keep their ship going. And then there's the military guys, and the admiral's trying to get the ships to jump, and you have to hand out coordinates. And there's the news media people that are just going around spreading chaos. And then there's the people who may or may not be traitors. So you suspect everybody being a traitor. This game, I mean, we this game is weird to me, and just like a lot of these, and the fact that 
You're supposed to be working together. Right. Y'all like y'all are a fleet together. You want to survive as a team. Mm-hmm. Yet everyone is just so suspicious of everything and fighting against every other table position, all that and stuff. And that's a good point. So at the end of this game, we all got a chance to kind of do, you know, talk on the mic and about the other 40 people that were there, just kind of say what their experience was. And this lady who had never played the game before, who was a counselor, and I must say she was the most loud counselor of all the people on the council, made the comment of how interesting it was to see this dynamic. Because from her standpoint, how everything kind of broke down, where everybody was trying to like do exactly that. Look out for their ship or their people to the detriment of others. And she thought there were a lot more traitors than there actually was. And she brought this up strangely enough because the object of her ire, the person for which she hated the most, was moi. As she never spoke to me the entire game, nor did I to her. Why was she so upset? Because... During the first council meeting where they all get together and they reveal, of course, there may be a mole, there may be somebody, she just decided that the military person was the person that's probably the most likely to be a mole, and the head of the military was the admiral, thus I, and she just turned her ire towards me, and she started passing certain laws to kind of test to see if I would push up against said laws. Now, as you well know, you know. How I feel about rules and regulations, they should be followed by everybody, except I, who is exceptional. Like, they're meant to be broken. We should all do the same thing until the moment I feel like I don't have to anymore because this is stupid. That's just how I am. I don't know. I don't explain it. I love following the rules. I love keeping things in line, and this is it. But as soon just as following orders, but huh? as soon as it gets up to the point to where it's affecting proficiency or it's stupid. I burn it all down, and nobody tells me what to do. Probably the exact person and personality you want to be the admiral. Me and the president had a wonderful relationship, President Rodriguez, and his secretary and his vice president. He right away picked up the phone, because there's a little red phone, and said, hey, you're doing a great job. I'm going to support you. Blah, 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 blah. I'm <laughs> just like, glad it does. He did. Good. Like just he, yeah, encouragement. Like they, they yeah. were buddy, buddy. We, we, we had this phone, literally. So, President Rodriguez was this older Hispanic guy at, that was sitting at the table. And as soon as the game started, I pushed the button, picked up the phone. He says, hello. And I said, hello. And he says, I said, this is the Admiral. He says, this is the President. And immediately, he had played the game before. And he says, I played the game with, once with you before. And I was like, yes, I was the President last time. He says, yes, that was a disaster. And I go... <laughs> Well, I wasn't as that. He says, no, no, no. You were the only, you were the best president. Like, I, he says, he says, I'm president this time. He says, I'm going to support you. And so, like, literally after every round when we have to sit down, me and him would pick up the phone. And literally all it was was us just going, you're doing it great. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was hilarious. He picked up the phone. And he says, that's, that's guys over there at the, at the other table. You see the guy in the red hat? Yeah. I think he's a traitor. I was like, why? He was talking bad about you. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, really? He's, yeah, he's talking. I was like, well, so what's going on in the council? Okay, they told me not to tell you this. But <laughs> it, was, it was literally just us, like, having this weird bromance of, like, me looking behind me on the phone and him looking over at me going, you're doing a great job. That last battle, y'all did good. I was like, I know. What laws did y'all pass? We passed this law where you can't use luxuries to, to increase your morale role. I said, that's bad. He says, I know. You go ahead and do it. Don't make excuses. And it's like, we just... <laughs> It was it was a it 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 was literally one of those it was just a bromance. I don't know what to say. But he would come over every time he'd go to council, he'd leave the council. We're not supposed to talk about stuff, but he'd look at me and he would give me like a big smile like we're good to this look of like we're in trouble. <laughs> and so it culminated in this law that got announced. He told me, he says, Look, I'll tell you any laws that are gonna be issued. The media makes an announcement that the military I had instructed the Endeavor, which is the science vessel, for which I have also rescued scientists and sent to them and instructed them to make a wolf detection device, make something that we can track traitors down. Because you know what I hate? Traitors. The chief scientist comes up to me and says, we got one. We, we, got, a, we got a tester. We can use it. We can only use one. Uh, we can just use it once, and then we got to rearm it. It'll take some time, but we can use it. Who do we use it on? And there was this guy that I looked at across the room. And I said, him. He said, why him? 
because he's wearing a red hat and he looks suspicious. That was it. And that was that's I zoned in on this dude who I had never talked to. But the thing that stood out about him is that he had wandered around aimlessly. He ambled throughout the game. And if you're a traitor, you can't you can't it's hard to be a traitor just sitting down and just doing your one little thing. You can mess up the ships, your ship, but you can't mess up everybody's ship. And we had just jumped and we had a lot of chaos during the jump. Some ships were late. They caught up, but it was some craziness. So this guy just ambling around made me nervous. Called up the president, El Presidente. I said, listen, we got a tester. We need to test somebody. That guy in the red hat over there, the engineer on the Dion, he's like, test him. He's a traitor. It's like, you think so? He says, I don't like him. <laughs> and so we literally, I sent my XO. I said, get some Marines. Arrest that man. Without him knowing, this just completely, we didn't talk to him. We didn't interrogate him. We just announced to control, I am arresting that man, and we're testing him. He was a wolf. Mm. He later revealed at the end of the game. So how does the wolf detector work IRL? In IRL? Like, the guy, he, do they have, they have to a card, say? They walk up, and they say, we are testing him. And they look over at Control, and Control says, yay or nay. Oh. And Control says, he is a wolf. Mm. We found out at the end of the game that he had literally just became the wolf. There, he had spent half a round as the wolf. So basically what had happened, his actions that led me to be suspicious of him were just because he's just a naturally suspicious guy. He just he liked know. to amble. He didn't know what to do. So he ambled. That probably would have been me last game. Correct. And so after we test him as a wolf, I then go to the council and say, what do we do with this individual? I would like to execute him. Out the airlocks, obviously. No, not out the airlock. I, no. want, I want a vivisectionist. I want to learn oh. more about him. So we did. So we, we. What does a mole look like inside? So we did that. And that was a great thing. And so that is the accomplishment for which I, right off the bat, as the admiral leading the, 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 the science team, my Dr. Fauci, oh, my, my, who was a great, he was a great chief scientist. This dude was like keeping it real. We'd led that way. The next thing that happens is this council people pass a law saying, I have to be tested. Why is everyone so suspicious? And I'm like, listen, it costs a lot of resources, but we have to build another one. So the chief scientist is like calling me up and saying, hey, I've got, we're going to build one. So they build one and I go, listen, we have some serious suspicions that something's going on with the president's cabinet. His secretary, which was the position you were on, and the vice president were both highly suspicious. So you're gonna so you're gonna add credence to the very accusation of you because you don't want it tested on you because you know you're not a wolf, but you have suspicions of other people that are wolves that actually need to be tested in your opinion. Right. And thus the game churns. Thus the game churns. So I did something. With the approval of the president and, of course, the science people that I said, listen, we there's something going on with the vice president and the secretary. Something's up. The vice president comes up, does some weird things, and I'm like, we need to test him. We arrest him. Same game plan. Bring him aboard the ship. I get permission from the chief science guy. I get permission from the president. president says, yes, test the vice president. He's acting suspicious. The vice president exploded. When we tested him. Weird. And we discovered, according, because control comes up, we said, well, all right, we tested him. Is he uh, a wolf or not? And they said, he, he exploded. I said, is that a positive? <laughs> is that a negative? Watch him say this. It's like, oh. And so, so he, he explodes. <laughs> and the control people do a great job in describing the scene. So, so where was he on your ship? I said, well, we brought him into the command bridge. And we tested him because he's the vice president. He says, all right. So he explodes into... Bloody pieces all over your bridge, and your logistics officer is covered in, in stuff. Did he have blue eyes? I was just one of those. <laughs> and so it happens. And, and I go, so have our science guys look into this. And come to find out, the wolf detector that they made, if you're a wolf, it just says, yes, you're a wolf. But if you're not a wolf and you're a human, you blow up. So a... Ooh. ooh yeah. Yeah. So... So that could have been you. As soon, so as soon, as soon as this There's happened. one slight flaw. <laughs> so as soon as the, as soon. So this, this is halfway through the game. As soon as this is found out, the game, that round ends. The news media makes their announcements. And the, our news media guy, there's two of them. One of them is a guy who has a very strong accent for which would be highly inappropriate for me to impersonate. 
I love this man with all my heart because he did the absolute best. He was the best news person ever because he did. He was smiling the entire time and everything. If, if you were to hop on an airplane and travel to his country, how long would it take you? 24 hours from uh, Los Angeles. Okay, okay, okay. And his everything he said, he said it with a smile on his face and upbeat, even if it was awful. And the other guy was this very dire looking, just straight, bland. Dire straights. Yes, he was just. He, and so they would get up and they would take turns just announcing stuff. And so. The dire guy gets on there and says, and the uh, admiral uh, <laughs> went ahead and had the vice president tested with the new wolf detector technology. Uh, the vice president uh, apparently exploded over the bridge of the Aegis. And we are now looking for a new uh, vice president. <laughs> and, and new it, position open in the and, cabinet. <laughs> and then, as soon as he's done, he hands the microphone to the other guy. The other guy goes... And in sports, <laughs> and, he just, and, just and it was just this, this quick question. So was the vice president person or are they out of the game? So the way that they do that, if you die in this game, because we had more people die in this game than we've had the previous two. I don't remember anyone dying in our game. Exactly. This had more deaths. So that's all. So far, we've killed two people. So when we execute the wolf, the uh. control announces this person has now been he's back same he's he's the new you're just the new character it's reincarnated so the vice president guy gets reincarnated he's the new vice president and the new vice president who which i just killed the guy's up there and makes this announcement of uh we're really pleased that the admiral uh was able to produce this technology unfortunately there was and he does this very dot just anyways because i killed him by accident so the 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 old vice president that blew up he just reincarnates back into the new vice president. And they yes. give him a new card of, uh, of personality traits. Do they change his name or anything? No, they, 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 they like say be somebody different. Mm. So they so they give him new uh, secret objectives and stuff like that. So now the council is like, we still have to test the admiral. Knowing. Oh, no. And so here comes the here comes my chief science officer and says, listen, uh, they're going to make you take this. And I go, uh, do you have one? He says, yeah, yeah, we're, we're building one. I said, can you build it really slow? And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, we can build it real slow. I was like, like so slow that maybe when you do get one, you don't tell anyone you have it and just keep it and just buy it for time. He's like, yeah, 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 we got this. And so we're slow rolling. So they keep going to the chief scientist. Hey, have you got that wolf detector? And he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, me and him are tight. So it's like, <laughs> they were upset with him to the point that they almost arrested him because they're like, what's taking so long? It's like, our scientists are like, we're hurt. And he's just making excuses. So now president calls me up. Uh, the vice president. So sorry. I was like, yes, yes, that was bad. I did that. He says, I thought so too. I was He's like, my bad. And he says, he says, the secretary though. I was like, listen, listen, we have, we have, ten, we've killed one third of your cabinet. We can't test this. The secretary was a little kid. He's like 16, 15 years old. Uh-huh. I'm like, we can't test him. And just be like, you think you're sick, which is the position. Was he that kid from last time? Yes. Yes. I saw him in the elevator. And I said, I don't know. I don't know. how He says, he's very suspicious. He likes that game. Oh, and his dad was on the it's ship. the president. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. the vice president was his other son. Oh, okay, so his yeah. sons and a him whole are family. All, whole family yeah. of Rodriguez's. He brings his son over, his secretary, to my ship and says, you have to test him. Wow. I, and I'm like, listen, I don't think I have the authority, but you're the president. So if we both say, pull the trigger, then we can. He says, I thought we didn't have a tester. I was like, I, we've been lying about that. <laughs> and so here comes, so now... The council for which we've lied to and said, we don't have a tester. Uh-huh. We didn't make an announcement. We're testing the secretary. Mm. He is a wolf and has been a wolf from the first turn. The boy was. Yes. The boy was. And oh, at the, the end boy. of the game, the um, control says, we made the little kid the wolf. He's the youngest person here. We figured he's played the game before. Nobody suspect him. He was from the beginning, was feeding our coordinates. He just ate us alive. Just yeah. ate us alive. Yeah. So I, he was the one last game you told him to like deliver stuff to all yes, around her. Yes, body. yes. Yeah. I promptly had him tortured and vivisectioned again. <laughs> so now the body count is up to three. Mm, there was a council a member game. that you might remember who was the tall, dark-headed guy who was the wolf in the your game. He was mm-hmm. the second command who said I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> He's a council member there, and I suspect he might be the one, also maybe a wolf because he knows knows the game. Uh, 
All of a sudden, one of the captains of the ships, uh, another ship comes over to me and says, hey, uh, uh, we're switching up. This guy's going to be the captain. I'm actually going to be the counselor now. And I said, what happened? He says, uh, we had a council member get killed. No, no, not get killed. He says, die. And I go, die? How did he die? He says, there was an accident. How, did we not announce? Why did we not announce that a council member died? Like, everything I do is on the news. What happened here? He's like, something happened. Come to find out, this guy, this captain, his secret objective was to become a council member, but he also thought his council member was a wolf. He clapped him. He just did it. And after that, I was like, yeah, that's the type of energy we need. <laughs> just get it, get it, get it, get it. So now he just shows up at the council meeting being like, what's up? And I'm already excited that this guy's like, well, he's making moves. The council did not like that. That people are getting clapped. So how did he do it, though? He just went to command and the control and said, can I kill a council member? He's like, why would you want to? Well, and they'd like walk him through it. And they used to have to do dice rolls, basically. Uh-huh. And so he just went up to the council member and said, hey, this is a situation I created. You're on my ship. I've called you to my office. Here's my bodyguards. What's, what is it? What I have to roll to kill this guy? And they did it. And it's like, so you legitimately going to kill him? Yeah. What's your purpose? And they walked him through it. And he did it. And he says also, and then like did rolls to like make it. Look like an accident with a candlestick in the library. Yeah, so he like he 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 slipped, he straight up did this and got away with it. Never Another made the news. Never made the news. Wow. So I'm very upset. So, Has anyone seen Counselor Troy? Yes. Just let's just dead. So, anyways, I'm gonna pause my story here for a minute to go on with what Enrique was doing because Enrique was the OP hero. I. So when we sat down and I said you're gonna be the flight commander. You have to go out and go to the battle map, which is this huge, big ships and these minis and all this stuff. I said, Enrique, I have literally played this game twice beforehand. I have never seen the battle map. I have no idea what's going on over there. But you're going to be in charge of deploying the fighters. I've read the rule book. I don't know what that entails. Enrique takes control of our fighters. And right off the bat, we have a fight. There's a there's a there's a uh, an attack. Uh-huh. The beginning fights were okay. And then mid-game. And they keep ramping up as you're not jumping, as your ships aren't escaping. And on this board, they literally have the minis. Yes. Like a battle. Like yes. literally a battle map. There's moving yes. stuff around, and map, you all die. This map has four quadrants, and each quadrant contains the fleet's shit. Yeah. So it, in the previous game, Enrique shuffled resources around and was like the main engineer shuttle dude which was amazing watching him run everywhere but i didn't have much interaction with him during those other mega games i just saw him running around uh actually i was even with you on the second yes game. he just ran around i just saw him running in this game Enrique quickly became my favorite feature of this game because enrique would sit down every round it would start he would take his fighters go over spread fighters out come back and start training pilots and figuring out how he's going to man these ships. And then whenever there was an announcement that there's an attack, Enrique and all the other captains and people that were military except the Admiral, because I'm in charge of the main fleet, they would go up to the battle map and they'd be rolling dice. And I would see Enrique, who is known for his dice rolling, standing up there chunking dice and things are occurring. Did anyone get impatient with how long you held it in oh, your no, hand? Oh, like I was throwing them. Oh, no, you were actually he got hot. <laughs> like the crap table so Enrique would come back from these battles and he's to come back to tell me what happened to get the report the fight's over Enrique would come back and I could tell he'd come to walking over and say we're good like yeah, the first couple, like, couple battles we're, were, we're, was just a nod we're good one battle come back he says we lost the fighter we're good we're still next one come back he says we lost a few we're good so I'm <laughs> digging through the deck of special cards that the Admiral has and one of them is you can give this to your wing commander and he can just commandeer a fighter and go into fight himself. But, he, of course, he risks his life doing so. Because I, for me to get hurt, I have to either... The ship has to get damaged or it has to be completely destroyed. But if he's in a fighter, he could get shot down. I gave him this card and warned him, don't do this. You're too valuable. I need you commanding this. Don't use this card that says, I'm going to go maverick and wild and just go out there. This boy wouldn't stop doing that. <laughs> so he would come back from a battle and said, I had to play the card. I was like, why? It got bad. Are you all right? Yeah, I did it. So every time he would do this, I would look at the media and say, please announce that uh, Wing Commander Zamora. And I made this long spill. Like he had to commandeer a fighter and he led our troops. Uh, I'll do it myself. Do it myself. <laughs> so he'd come back from one battle and he was, which, and the control led him over. 
the people in charge of the game and led him straight to the med bases. He got shot down. He's hurt. We have to roll dice, oh, see if he's alive. Enrique survived. And oh, I'm like, listen, no more playing that card. No more playing that card. Next battle shows up. Bad things happen. Does it again. <laughs> Just like Captain Kirk. Because- he got shot down again. He come back. They had to do the same rules to make sure he's not dead. And he somehow survived. I'm live. <laughs> <laughs> Which was hilarious. Because every time he would roll, they're like, he's dead. And he's like, no, you got to roll to see this, this. So finally, the one battle that ate us apart. This thing occurred where all the, this one captain came over to me and said, listen. <laughs> he came over and said, we need to organize all the captains. You just need to give the jump coordinates to all the captains at once. We'll just all come to the command ship. And I said, no, we cannot have all our captains in one spot. That's just that's just a welcome invitation for us to get clapped. We cannot do that. Yeah. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Just like the, when they uh, fly uh, the ingredients of KFC, they can't let them all get on the same plane or go down. So, unfortunately, or Coca-Cola. I made that announcement to my guys. Y'all stay on your ship. Don't come over to my ship. Essentially, the next when the attack is called, you have to stay at whatever table you're at. I am alone on the Aegis. All my guys are out fighting and doing something else. So now I look over. So I'm just sitting here at the Aegis and I'm looking over at the battle map. And I see Enrique walk to the head of the table and start throwing dice. And this <laughs> intense confidence and smile that he has turns into like this look of wild-eyed and seriousness. And I keep seeing Enrique throw dice. I'm not seeing the results. And then him looking and then frantically looking around. And when Enrique starts frantically moving mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. my heart falls. And then Control is just looking at the, my ship. <laughs> and one of them walks over and says, you took two damage. Flips out two damage cards assigned it. Then the next guy comes over. He took another damage. Okay. It was real And then he comes back and says, you got boarded. You have four. So I'm rolling dice, which is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. (laughs) I repelled four boarders and kept my Marines alive. And the ship is on fire. My logistics guy is stuck on another ship. My XO is at the table. Enrique's over here just rolling. And there was one point when Enrique rolled the dice... He literally looks over at me with this look of like, duck. And they just keep flipping out damage cards. The ship is on fire. We were about to jump. The bridge gets hit. They come and say, roll the dice for yourself. I got hit. I'm hurt. Our ship is on fire. Rike comes back. He went suicide mission. Did the same thing again. I had to because it was... There was a large ship out there. And And I had to at least get all the many small... Ships out of the way so the fighters could at least go in and take them Somehow, somehow, Enrique survives a suicide mission. He rolls again. He is like he like he was this. I'm sacrificing myself for the good of the fleet. They're like roll a dice. Okay, you're alive. <laughs> so Enrique, Enrique lives. So all the injured because we had the we had no medical ship this game. It was so bad. So the so the 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 medical centers on our ship. So all the injured are on our burning ship now. Everybody's sending us our. They're dead and hurt, and we're all sitting on this ship. And rounds over. Enrique comes back and says. It did go good. <laughs> like, the logistics guy, Tony, who we absolutely loved, who kept us going, he was new to the game, walks up to the desk, discovers that his ship that was pristine and that he kept sticky pads, he kept track of everything. He left the table for one moment. And when he came back, the ship was on fire. He sat down and looked at me with such rage. said, what did you do? I'm like, I did nothing. This was just hits. We took hits, Tony. And he's like, I cannot believe. I said, calm down. We can fix this. We don't have enough. In-. And he just, he, he's literally the Montgomery Scott of the, of the enemy. <laughs> I can't believe. What did you, so- we need, you can't just tell me. And he was just, he was chewing the Admiral out. And I'm sitting there like, dude, we're good. The XO comes over and says, man, they got bad. I'm like, yeah, it did. Yeah. It, we're on fire. And then the news fires up. Uh, the Aegis took hits and the Admiral's injured. And it's, it's just morale's dropping. During all this, I'm trying to give out coordinates. You well know my handwriting. You know I have like serial killer handwriting. I have problems. And occasionally, this we're like six hours in, I'm tired. I transposed a number. Oh, no. And we got ready. That's not good. So we we got, so um, my security that I had for our giving out codes was I give it to the XO. The XO gives it to the captains. And that the first time I did this, I went to the captains and I said, listen, 
You do not tell anybody this code, not even me. You get this code from the XO alone. So when I had him go around and tell everybody the code, I went behind him to the captains. Quick question. So when you say you transpose, everybody's or just one ship's? Everybody's. Okay. I gave, so I gave out the, because they all, because I am the, the funnel. coordinates. Yes. So I gave him the code. He goes, tells everybody. I tested my captains. I went up to him and said, hey, what code did the XO give you? And they're like, sorry, sir. So I had several. I'm like, no, sir. You, you said, don't talk to anybody. Like, not even you. I'm like, that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. Don't tell me. Some of them were like, yeah, this is the code. I was like, no, listen, that doesn't work. It comes from him alone. That way, you know for a fact. The code, if it's wrong, it came from him. That's mm-hmm. what. That's why we're doing it this way. So we jump, and and thankfully, one of the, one of the uh, we caught it, that it was wrong. And I couldn't figure out where the wrong thing come from. But unfortunately, I wrote it down. I didn't just tell him. I did everything on paper. He kept the paper. So I'm about to test my XO. I had him arrested. We are about to test him. Oh. I got, I, and then he says, no. And he, Captain Awesome is telling me, no, you gave me this code. And he pulls it out the paper and he says, look. And I look at it and I compare it and realize it's my mistake. And I had to sit in front of the president, chief science, everybody and go, my bad. My bad. <laughs> and I just rolled it up and I said, okay, we're fine. Let's get over it. Jumped up, right coordinates. We jumped and we jumped all together. It was so, beautiful. It, and, the, the sequence of the game. When do you get, how often and when do you decide or does control tell so, you y'all need to jump? No, no, you, 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 the Admiral controls it. So here's what happens. There's a deck of cards that are jump cards. And every round, the Admiral is allowed to pull one of them off. And on that card, it says medium, short, or long, which is how f- big of a jump you're going to make. And the coordinates on it. Okay, but I'm thinking time-wise, they do have like a clock. Don't they? Yes. The yes. control uh, so, like sets of time. Y'all yes. have this amount of time it, to correct. do this, this correct. amount of time to it do that. But every every long jump lowers the threat of attack by so many points. Every medium jump and short. So you want to make long jumps because it's most the greatest efficiency of fuel and it gets you further away because the higher the threat of attacks, the the harder the ships they have to fight. Yeah. Harder in the the quantity. In the of quantity. The ship. So I pull a card, and that's my only option the first round. Second round, I pull another card. And then I have another card, different options. Well, when you jump, you throw all those cards away and start over. So what ends up happening is what happened to me was we didn't have enough fuel because we had the icebreaker, who that poor captain did the same thing that I did. He transposed a number on his ship alone and didn't jump with us. He quickly fixed it, jumped back. I go over and talk to him, and he just says, I made a mistake. He says, it wasn't anything vile. I, I just literally wrote down the wrong number. And the way that he said it convinced me because I was going over there to be like, hey, you're our, you're our, you're the watership. You're our main source of being able to get fuel. You got to stop this mess. And I realized, no, this dude just made a mistake. So I'm like, listen, Icebreaker got you. We all make mistakes. Thank God I did that because literally two turns later, I did the same thing. <laughs> um, so now when I'm needing to, we have enough fuel for a short jump. I keep pulling long cards. I can't show people these cards. Everybody keeps coming up to me and saying, why aren't we jumping? Well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect. I guess I forgot that you never, ever make a mistake. (laughs) That's basically what happened. So now, now we are just desperately drawing cards and waiting for it. And I have killed, just so we keep track of the body count, a counselor has been murdered and... Nobody cared. Nobody talked about it. Didn't make the news. I blew up the vice president with a testing kit, which, by the way, after our chief scientist got upset because his testing kit killed the vice president, he then put up a sign on his ship, uh, Endeavor uh, Wolf Testing Devices, Safe and Effective. (laughs) He started this propaganda (laughs) that it was not their fault. So the vice president was killed. We captured two Wolves. We successfully tested the guy in the red hat and the secretary and wiped them out. So I've killed two wolves. Every game I've played, there's only been two wolves. And so now I'm thinking, maybe there are no more wolves. And I'm spreading that propaganda. Like, there might be, because there's only two in every game I've played. Who knows? We're probably good. So I told my XO, listen, I trust you. Enrique's a hero. We're good here. We just got to make one more jump. Where it's around nine. We're only going to ten rounds. Let's make this jump. Let's make this happen. So... We make the jump. It was beautiful. Everybody did it together. Everybody made it. Last round begins, and I am just kicked back. And Control comes over and says, hey, you remember the start of the game when you asked about the Admiral's kit? 
So I had played this game several times, and one of the things that I wanted was when you are the Admiral, there's this neat little folder that they give you at the beginning. It says, for Admiral's eyes only. And I figured that was the instructions for how to be the Admiral. I saw that two other games. Well, this game, when I sat down, the first thing I started looking for was that folder. And I asked the guy running the game, the control, I said, where's the Admiral's folder? He says, oh, don't worry about it. We don't have it. Don't worry about it. You don't need it. And so he then comes up to me and says, so you lost your folder at the beginning of the game. I was like, no, I didn't, didn't have it. He says, I know. But thematically, you lost your folder. You need to go look for it. This is the last round of the game. There's 15 minutes left. And I go, of a, of a, a seven-hour game. And I go, why? He says, you desperately need to find it. So I'm running around looking for a treasure hunt. So now the Admiral, who I have not left my ship, is running furiously around the room, only to discover that the council several rounds ago found said folder, decided not to give it to the Admiral because they suspected me of being a wolf. The president figures out that the council members have hidden this folder it has the last jump coordinates to our homeworld, to the safe space that we're trying to go. I get there. Here is this ravaged thing. They ask me about it. I say, I don't know anything about it. I take it. I go to control. I run back to control and said, I found the folder. And the control guy says, okay, those that destination wins you the game. If you can get there, that wins it. Get as many people to this coordinates. One, two, three, four, five. Get them there. And that's who wins. I run back to the council, who I just said, I have no idea what this folder is. I come running back, barge into the council room and says, we have to jump. I know I announced that we're not jumping. I know we just jumped. But this is the safe spot. This is legit. We have to jump. They all say, you're a wolf. We know that you've not been, you've not let us test you. We know you have a tester. We're, we're just as we 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 demand like we're not it went crazy so i make an announcement listen everybody prepare for a short jump i told enrique go get everybody ready for a short jump my exo all my people are getting everybody around the counselors are going out telling everybody admiral's lost his mind admiral has lost his mind he's trying to get us killed he's a wolf so now the council who's done nothing They've done nothing the whole game except just pass stupid laws. The president comes up to me and says, I don't know what to do. That's why if you just put the military in charge of stuff, you get things done. <laughs> so the president comes up to me and says, I tried to give you more power. They kicked me out. The council is not even letting the president. They're forming a coup. Yes. I said, so you've been cooed. He says, yes. I said, here's the deal. We have to jump. Control's with me the entire time. I'm like, how much time we got? Five minutes. I said, listen, if your ship doesn't have fuel. Tell them to abandon ship to a ship that does. Bring what you got. Tell everybody, we have to jump. Control says, you can do an emergency jump. It's a 50-50 chance that the ship makes it if you don't have enough fuel. So you can roll the dice and just see. We come to find out that there are two ships that have hoarded all the fuel. One is the ship of the former counselor that was murdered. He's That's his ship. He's the captain now of that ship. He has all the fuel. He won't let it go. The other ship was the icebreaker, the guy that was incompetent. He has all the fuel. I'm the captain now. I go to them and say, listen, we need that fuel. We have to have it. We need it spread out to the ship so we can jump. And they said, well, that council said not to give it to you. And I said, no, I'm, I'm begging you. We have to make this jump. He says, We're, we can't give it to you. I said, well, I'm the admiral. you the captain. I'm telling you, give me that fuel. And he says, no. I left their ship. I went back to my ship. Enrique stand there. And I said, Enrique, get me that fuel. I said, get the logistics officer, get the XO, get a shuttle, get the Marines, kill everybody aboard that ship if you have to. But you get me that fuel. The Captain Awesome, Enrique, my logistics guy, they took all of our Marines. They took our shuttles. They walked over there and said, we are boarding your ship and we're rolling. So either you give us your fuel, we're taking it. They fought. Captain Awesome won. He loaded up the ship, went to the next one. Just give us your fuel. They said, okay. <laughs> so he comes back with this, this truckload of fuel. And I just start. I said, give it out. Give it out. Everybody give it out. Right before we're about to jump, the council member woman gets to the microphone, makes an announcement, disparages me, says, we don't know what's going on. The admiral's lost his mind. He's trying to make us jump to one, two, three, four, five, blah, blah, blah. I get the mic and I decided I had two options. I can talk calmly. 
to people and try to get them to understand, which they would not understand. I kept telling them, listen, this is what's happened. So I'm, I'm, I'm You're tired. Being, oh, okay. I'm, I'm dramatic now. I'm upset. I grabbed the mic from her. She says, we want the Admiral to come up here and explain. I grabbed the mic and I said the following. I would like for you to name one good thing this council's done for you. <laughs> I said, I said they have passed nothing but stupid and arbitrary laws. They've done nothing for you. And I said, if you'd like to know what I've done for you, I've killed two wolves. I killed the vice president just looking for one. I said, we've already boarded your ship and took your fuel. We are a battleship. We are the only ones with guns. Either you go with us or you stay here and die. That's it. That's your only option. If you want to live, anybody come with me. Come if you with want me. to live, and I said anybody who doesn't trust their captain or thinks that their captain's making the wrong mistake, jump ship and come to the ages. We're out of here. I did not think that I'd had people so deluded that they would not do it. We jumped. Oh my god! The endeavor, of course, went with us. The president ship went with us. Our uh, the endeavor, the science ship. Uh-huh. I went with us. The two ships that we boarded that uh-huh. said we will not give you fuel. Switched sides and jumped with us. Mm-hmm. The people that got left behind. Amazing. The Dion, the, the councilwoman's ship, didn't jump. And our food and water ship, the Lucas. The woman that was killed, and then she's like, no, no, no. No, the other, no he, okay. j- he came with us. That's he fought right. it. He switched. So yeah. they jumped. So at the end, Control says, okay, we'll tell you how it ended at the last. Because he says we had three different groups. Two ships, I think the Vulcan and the other one, just jumped. They put in random coordinates and jumped. <laughs> oh, okay. And they're dead. The they people, jumped into the sun. And so, like so the control it. comes up and says, okay. Yeah. He says, so that was legit coordinates. Every ship that jumped with the a, the Aegis, they live. They jump into a nebula. You guys are safe. The people who stand behind, you have no guns. You have no fighters. Yeah. And the wolves know that you're there. So you're dead. People who jumped, you can't just randomly jump. You're dead. So essentially half the fleet, and in terms of numbers, more than half, like two-thirds of the people died. But everybody who went with this is the first time we won it. Everybody who went kind with of us. Wanted. Kind of won it. Well, no, what? No, I was survived. We won it. Personal victory. No, no. Uh, the, our, the whole fleet did not survive. No, no. no. I couldn't survive. But, right. but but this was the largest body count of any mega game. <laughs> and so when everybody was over, I had never seen somebody get killed. Uh-huh. And they're in the game. And they're like, we had like four people die in this game. Like right off, like just clapping people. And they're like, yeah, we don't really have that lot. And like the president comes over and he says, the council, I couldn't get anything done. They kept fighting. He says, they kept hating on you. And and then later, the lady who was in charge, she says, talked about how interesting it is how this breaks down so much. And how like, how she never played the game. She says, but it was obvious. We didn't like you, you being me, because I was cut and dry. Here's what we have to do. Get it done. And every time we told you, this is what we're going to do. You said, no, I'm not doing it because this is stupid. And so... I wouldn't give in on stuff. And so that made them suspicious. And then what pushed them over the edge was when I needed fuel and we're going to give out fuel and they're like, no, we're going to, we're going to dip. We're going to hold on to this till we, you explain. I'm like, no, nah, bro, we're going to take the Marines. We'll we'll, we'll come get it. And so it was stuff like that that just made me look more guilty. And the fact that at the last I ran around like a madman because control did that on purpose to me to make me seem suspicious. And here I'm going, if y'all would have given me this folder at round six or seven when you found it, I wouldn't have had to run around the last round of the game trying to get things lined out because there's no time to explain. Like, there's nothing to say. I can't explain it. Y'all kept trying to kill me. You knew that this test would kill me, and you kept trying to make me take it. And I kept going, I'm not doing it. They called my XO, Captain Awesome, into the council and said, we are going to we're going to vote the admiral. We're going to get rid of the admiral. We want you to. So much of what occurred is kind of like this game seems to follow these same steps. Right. That there's, uh, I guess it, I guess it's just the H- fact human that nature, the s- seeds of what is it? Uh, the scored and it's the whole, yeah, the deception, yeah. like when the seeds of doubt, whenever the seeds of doubt are sown, it's just everyone turns on everybody, and I wonder because they—I'm sure the control knows you by now, since it's your third game. You're very involved. You're the president. You're the admiral. These high top jobs of the game. I wonder if I don't think they should, but it would be interesting. I don't think they would ever make you a wolf because you are already 
due to your personality. Now, I know you can adjust things. Right. But you're so outspoken. You're so black and white. You seem suspicious yeah. to everyone. The the, fu- the th- funny thing about this is that they called the XO into the council chambers and said that they were going to throw me off of Admiral and he was going to take over. And he told them no. He says, I trust him. He's not a wolf. Enrique at the last round looked at me across the table and said, "If you're a wolf, you're 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 playing it well." Like like he like he even and Enrique trusted me the entire game at the last round because of this craziness that occurred. Even Enrique was like, "Man, if Jerry's a wolf, this is rough." And we'd seen people become wolves halfway through, and then they revealed there were two more wolves because hmm. I killed the other two so effectively. They put in two. One of them happened to be the engineer part, the icebreaker, the incompetent captain. He admitted that he was so locked into being efficient that when they made him wolf, he didn't know what else to do. So he didn't really do a whole lot except just kind of miss some shipments and things of that. The second wolf is what got us. Our logistics officer who sat across from me the entire game, halfway through the game, they made him a wolf because I'd killed everybody. And Tony did stuff that was so subtle that we didn't even notice it was sabotage. He would get up to go get resources and he would just dump resources. He would dump fuel. He dumped food and water. We were starving to death because our ship never had food. So we were accusing the food ship of, hey, we're not getting shipments. And they were incompetent half the game. And they're like, we sent you a shipment. They gave the shipment to Tony. Tony would load up in the ship and he would just go back to the supply and dump it and be like, he's throwing it out the airlock. He was starving our people out on the ship and then accusing them, which was just making us more mad. And he did stuff so subtly. And he admitted, he says, I was new to the game. I didn't know what to do. He says, but so I figured just keep dumping resources. And he says, I figured eventually they were going to, the, the admiral, if they ever got to where they were going to test the admiral, I was going to throw down and say, yeah, he's obviously a wolf. I was going to force them. Like, I have suspicions. So he was doing, they both, the two remaining wolves were so late in the game, they could only really do subtle things. I wonder if this game, to me, in my mind, this game would well, just like the one I was in, this game works simply based on the fact if you saying there's wolves among you. Right. They could just never make anybody a wolf. Yeah. And y'all are just attacking each other. And the job that Enrique does where, I mean, of course, you have to have battle the actual yeah. wolves and have the battle. But between just sowing the seeds of doubt, accusing each other, uh, this game, there was deaths that way and having to make the jumps. You could play the game without ever actually having any wolves. Right. And that second game we played, that was practically the case with, right. with Bruno. It's like the, the Admiral was so incompetent. And here's what they do. I, I believe that Control does is that if, if everybody's just incompetent, they don't add that many wolves. We killed two wolves right off the bat. Like we were, we were hunting them down and they kept adding wolves in later because we were killing them. Like, like they were figuring out like, okay, these guys got the plan together. So if you play with more experienced people that are catching wolves and doing stuff, they just keep adding in, which that to me is the hardest thing ever is that that our logistics guy who two thirds of the game was on our side suddenly was not. And that's why it was hard because we couldn't look back. He was so efficient and he was doing such subtle things. He said one thing that May and Enrique looked at each other that was like, that's suspicious. We don't like that. But Tony was on the ball the whole rest of the game. And he was just he was just a late game wolf. So it was interesting. And everybody voiced the reason they were suspicious as me was that last round. They said we thought there were no more wolves and they just they activated you at the last round. So thematically, what is you said activated? So is it like a sleeper thing? Like a Cylon yeah. type thing, yeah. Like okay. you're just you didn't know your Cylon, now your Cylon go be go be robotic. Okay. Anyways. This, to me, was my... Of course, we won it. This is the best uh, mega game we ever played. Enrique was amazing and the hero, and I think that I saved the fleet. And the president was good. I wonder what the win percentage is. That's probably not great. Right now, we're, we're one in three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... I suspect that they purposely... 33%. I, yeah. That this was, I think this was an oddity that we survived. It was amazing, though. I, I, just... I'd love to know their numbers, but I suspect this was an oddity. I think this is probably... The what and when you win, this is what this is the piratic victory that you get. Some people live, some people died, some people were mistrusted, some people like that's what happened. Like, I uh, think a key to this getting go ahead, Enrique. You haven't said a whole lot. Oh well, no, I'm just saying saying like the percentage of the whole fleet surviving is just extremely low. Like there's no way they like this is probably one in five hundred games. I would say he threw a number out there. I want. I, 
This is a game, clearly, the more you play, the more you're going to enjoy, because the more you know what you're doing. Do you see a lot of the same people over and over and over? Yes. Or at least over yeah. and over? Yes. Uh, uh, like like the president, I recognized him immediately. The guy who is the, who was the control battle master guy, he was our first, the first game we played two years ago, he was our captain on our ship. He was new to it. And now he's helping them run the games. Like he is obsessed with it now. He goes to their meetings and everything. They have it like yeah. once every like, month. I, I looked at him when I first went up to the board and it's like, yeah, he kind of looked familiar. That, and then I come back. It's like, the tall, dark-headed guy that was the counselor guy that got killed. He was the XO in our in your game, and he was the admiral that was incompetent in my first game. He's a every timer. He's there all the time. So there's several people that when you go there, that are they go to that Dallas gaming group. They go there. They have it every other month or something like that. Mm-hmm. That they have these, and they're just regulars. And then it seems like at BGG, like. Rodriguez, the president. There's ones that just like playing the game that show up. So we, me and Enrique, have become regulars basically. Oh yeah, like they recognized us. Yeah, I, I would. I this game was super long. The one I was in, it was like ten to three. I feel like yeah, y'all yeah. were in there it's ten him. to five. Yeah, yeah. that's a it's, long. It's time. long. Well, and it was only short for you because it we got demolished. Yeah, yeah. Like, but we almost went. What ten rounds? We did. We did. We completed ten rounds. We but, need to uh, either you to keep talking while I go use the restroom or wrap it up. We're wrapping it up. We're yeah. good. Okay. But uh, anyways, Mega Games BGG Con. I absolutely love it. I I, I always think I'm. I don't want to spend the day doing this because it's like oh, all the games are gonna not. I could play in between. This has become a staple for me. Like I, I think I would go down. To so Dallas. basically, it's Saturday. You're out. Yeah. Like, because like, you were wiped out after that. I got yes. sick. And I got, then you got I violently got COVID, ill. I got COVID afterwards. Yeah, it All was right. a very stressful game. Though. So if we go to BGG, just know from now on, Jerry's pretty much out on Saturdays. Well, that was a very nice story. I enjoy listening to it, I think, more than I do playing the game. So that works. There you go. And we had several listeners say they also enjoy listening. And uh, it's a fascinating game, and Jerry thoroughly enjoys it, and he make it come to life, and that's good for any RPG, and that's the way it should be. Until next time, I'm Gobby. This is Jerry. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. (laughs) 